biggest news, the biggest reaction from the biggest sports. We've got your sporting fix covered all in one place. You're listening to the Sports Bubble. Yes, hello and welcome back to the Sports Bubble, your all-in-one sports podcast bringing you the biggest news from the biggest sports. England won 3-0 against the Republic of Ireland last night. Scotland have qualified for a major tournament for the first time in 23 years and Paul Casey is leading the Masters as we speak. We'll have more on the Masters later on, but possibly the most outrageous rumour to come out of this week, which we just have to discuss, is the news that Cristiano Ronaldo is linked with Wolves. In my opinion... I get that he's Portuguese. I get that Wolves have all these Portuguese players already. But for me, this is never actually going to happen realistically. Do you not agree? I think it is really funny the fact that we literally talked about this, I think, a couple of months ago when we were on about Wolves only signing Portuguese players. And we were kind of saying, like, where is this going to end? Because they signed their 10th Portuguese player, I believe, Nelson Semedo. But yeah, I think it's interesting that now... Ronaldo's actually being linked to them. I mean, we literally said this on the show a couple of months ago as, as a joke, like, oh, could Ronaldo like, ever potentially be going to Wolves? And, um, but it is a joke, really, though, isn't it? it is. I mean, he's not actually going to go there. I, I mean, you know, I'd never say never. I believe Mendes is his agent, so I think he still has that connection to Wolves. But um, no, it's an interesting one. I think what does seem clear, though, is that, is that Ronaldo is going to leave Juventus, either at the end of this season or the end of next season. He's out of contract after next year. Did you see Pasquale Bruno's comments were quite interesting the other day when he was speaking to the Daily Mail and he basically came out and said that Ronaldo wasn't actually that well liked at Juventus. He said that he was ignorant and that he hadn't made any effort to learn Italian and that he had no respect for his teammates or for Italians. So that's quite it. It's quite damning, isn't it, for a for a club for a former former Juventus player to come out and make those comments about who is currently the face of Juventus. Yeah, it, it doesn't really surprise me though when I heard those comments. I, I wouldn't have thought that Ronaldo would be that much of a popular figure within the club there. When you break it down, Juventus paid hundred million to sign him in twenty eighteen. Yes, he scored a lot of goals for them, seventy one goals in ninety four games. But I could score seventy one goals for Juventus. They're clearly, clearly, I could clearly they're the best team in Serie A by country mile. I don't think it matters who they have up front. I mean, they had Iguain up front for a number of years, and then you only get to look at when he moved to the Premiership and played for Chelsea that he's appalling. They could literally have anybody up front who would do a job for them. You also got to look that the majority of his goals come from penalties. He's thirty five now. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. Clearly, clearly he's still a fantastic player. But when you consider the money that he's on at Juventus, when you consider that the whole team revolves around him, when you look at his body language, he doesn't even care when the team seems to win if he's not the one scoring the goals. I can understand why he's not a popular figure in the dressing room and I can understand why they'd want to get rid of him. But you make the point about Juventus' squad. It's actually an ageing squad. I mean... Yes, you've still got pa- Paolo Di Bella in his prime. Yes, you've still got the likes of Matthias De Ligt as well, the young centre-back. But aside from those, I mean, Benucci's 33. <laughs> Gianluigi Buffon is, I know he's a, he's a substitute at this point. He's 42, he's kicking around. Chiellini's now 36. Sami Kadira, I didn't even know he was still playing, is 33. Chesney is now 30. I guess that's, for a goalkeeper, that's not, that's not too old, but... Even the likes of Danilo's now 29, he's approaching his 30s, and Alexandro's 29 as well. And he's 
he, he's declined in the last couple of years anyway. And you look at the other the other players in that starting eleven, and you think this is an aging team. I think I don't know. I mean, I I, I think Juventus are a far cry as it is from the team that we saw in recent years, maybe like three or four years ago. That that team put Ronaldo in that team, they could, and he would have been able to do more with that team because it would have been a younger team who had, you know, in the prime of their careers. But I think now when you look at them, it's sort of a shell of the Juventus that we've come to know. So let me ask you this question then. Do you think it's a mistake for them to be selling him? Because you're defending him a lot here. You're saying the impact that he's had for them. You're saying that he's their best player still. So do you disagree with them potentially selling him at the end of the year? Well, he is their best player. I'm, I'm defending him because I think he's taking criticism when... Everything he's done since being in Italy has been absolutely incredible. He's been breaking records even at the age that he's at. I mean, he joined at age age 33 and he's already broken all these records. I think they probably should, on on the other hand, like consider selling him when you have to think that he's 35 and he's out of contract after next season. So if they want to recoup any of that 100 million euros that they spent on him, and maybe at this point Juventus, we've just talked about the raging squad, maybe they're just ready for a rebuild. And if they're going to start that rebuild, maybe they, they should start with, at the end of this season, if they, if they were to move on from Ronaldo, then just using that money to invest in the team and, and bring in some other new young players. It's an interesting one because he's being linked with quite a few other clubs. He's being linked inevitably with Manchester United. He's being linked with PSG, who I think are probably the most likely suitors. Because I guess at this point in his career, he reportedly still he wants to play for a team that can win a Champions League. I don't think that's happening at Juventus in the, ne- in the next couple of years. Well, I'd actually agree with you there, especially when it comes to Juventus rebuilding. I think you have to look at the Bayern Munich model from the last few seasons. And I'd say they were in a similar position to the stage that Juventus are at now. Went through a period of transition, brought in a number of youngsters, brought some people up through the academy. And a few years down the line, they're clearly, clearly the best team in Europe now. So I think Juventus should try and replicate the model of success that we've seen from Bayern Munich. But going back to Ronaldo and the teams that he could potentially join if he does leave... You're right in saying, of course, he's going to want to win another Champions League. And that's why this move to Wolves, I just find quite hard to get my head around, other than the Mendes-Portuguese connection. Other than the fact that he could talk Portuguese with his teammates. And, you know, I, I guess Wolves fans would love to fantasise about the idea of having, having Ronaldo playing at walking out at Molyneux and, and playing for Wolves. But I just don't think it's going to happen, is it? It's, it's... Of course, of course. Like, you'd love to see that happen. And the Mendes connection is probably stronger than we're giving it credit for. It does count for a lot. But if Ronaldo wants to win silverware and wants to win trophies and genuinely feels like he is still at a stage of his career fitness-wise where he could perform to that level, then he'll go to a different club. He'll go to a bigger club. He'll go back to Manchester United, potentially, or he'd go to a PSG, would probably have him. He'd go to a big club. He might leave Juventus, but he'd go somewhere. Uh, There will be a big club out there willing to pay anything to get Cristiano Ronaldo. I'd like to see him at United, obviously, but I think I, I think PSG probably makes the most sense unless he's going to go to the MLS. But having said that, I'm pretty sure he said earlier in, earlier in his career that he he's not actually interested in playing in, in the MLS at some point. But I, I don't know. It depends. I think, obviously, I'd like, to, I'd like to see him back at Manchester United and that would be an absolute dream for any Manchester United fan. 
after I think it's been well it's been 11 years now since since he left and I guess even even age 35 he can still offer a lot of goals he's proven that it doesn't matter that he's 35 when he's still one of the best scoring strikers in the world and he'd still add a lot to that team he'd still be by far the best player at Manchester United if, if he moved even at, even in that age and our best attacking option I think PSG though does probably make the most sense from a footballing perspective I guess he's playing in a in a, in a less competitive league, I guess, in Ligue 1. And I guess he could probably make a, a lot of money. They'd be able to offer him a chance to potentially win a Champions League. And also, could you imagine that? Ronaldo, Mbappe and Neymar in the same team. That would be giving other teams nightmares in the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And whilst I think that PSG don't necessarily need him, I think they're one of the few clubs that can afford him if he's going to demand similar wages to the ones that he's already on. And also, I think that the move is a good one for Ronaldo because even though he loves being centre of attention and he'd be playing alongside Neymar and Mbappe, at the stage of his career that he's at, if he went to Ligue 1, he could pretend he was world-class for a couple more years because it's a farmer's league, isn't it? Anybody can score goals there. No, it is It is a farmer's league. I'll agree with you on that. But I just think, whatever you think of the guy, wherever he goes, he scores and he wins titles. Wherever he goes. So he did that in England. He did that in Spain. He's doing it in Italy. And I guess maybe his last stop might be in France. Right, moving away from football now and onto golf, something which we haven't discussed too much on the channel so far. But this week, at long last, it's Masters Week. Obviously, the tournament normally takes place in April, but it was rescheduled because of the pandemic. And we're having our first ever November Masters. It got off to a, a pretty rocky start, just five, ten minutes or so after the first tee shots were hit. Play was suspended because of thunder, lightning, torrential rain. It looked absolutely horrific there. There was a three or four hour delay. And because of that, it meant that the whole first day, whilst we did manage to return after that, it was the first time since 2006 that a full day's play wasn't completed at the Masters. It's also been very weird because Masters obviously famous for its patrons, famous for its crowds, its atmosphere, but no fans allowed inside Augusta this year. Rory, what have you made of it so far yesterday? What do you make of the Masters without fans? Is it still the best golfing tournament in the world? Is the, the spectacle still there? Does it feel really different to you? I think it's still, without doubt, the most prestigious golf tournament. I think it's the one that all these professional golfers want to win is, is the Masters. I think it's still the most prestigious one. It's the only one that's always played at Augusta every year. They all want that green jacket. They all covet this this prize. And I think, yes, we can talk about the lack of spectators, but I guess that applies to all sports this year. And I guess at this point, it's almost something we've become used to, sadly, is just no fans at these events. But I think... The course is still there, at least, and they're still able to. I mean, it might it might make things easier for them, I guess, if they're if if a player has a lead, if you know, if someone's in a Greg Norman position, if if, if a player has a lead, and and then you know, on the back nine of, of the last day, and, and the crowd noise gets to them, or like a, the the pressure of things, I guess having no crowd there, no fans there, might actually be an advantage for these players. But I think I think the Masters is still a very special tournament, and I still I still think it's great to have it back. One of my concerns, though, actually, was that you mentioned the fact that they couldn't. That this was the first time since two thousand six when they didn't complete a full day. Another reason for that is the fact that it's in November. There's not enough. There's not as much daylight. How many times in April would you see players coming off the off the eighteenth at you know seven eight p.m. 
or later. And obviously you can't do that this time of year. So it'd be interesting to see how they do manage that going forward and how, how this all pans out. You make a really good point there, actually, because when the tournament was rescheduled, we got all these people at Augusta saying, actually, it's not going to be too dissimilar to what we normally see in April, because temperature wise, it's almost identical. I think even at Augusta yesterday, it was 26, 27 degrees, very, very hot. And that's why we saw the course dry up so quickly. But the main point is the light, because they only get around 10 hours light a day so if there are any delays or there needs to be some catching up it's going to make it very 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 difficult and luckily I think that the forecast over the next few days is pretty good and people are hoping for a Sunday finish still but if there are any more delays because of the lack of light we saw them have to come off early last night and people resuming that this morning but if there are any more delays then I think we could potentially be looking at a Monday finish which would take away from the spectacle I think slightly let's move on though to who's actually started the tournament well we're recording this as I say at the end of the first day Paul Casey leading the way at the moment on minus seven they're also good rounds for the likes of Lee Westwood who hasn't played the Masters since 2017 but he shot a four under 68 there was a lot of talk made about Bryson DeChambeau leading into this tournament people were saying that it was going to suit his game the the way Augusta was set up this year in these conditions was perfect for the long hitters. We saw Bryson struggle quite a lot yesterday, though. Still managed to shoot a two under 70, but struggled quite a lot. Rory, who have you been impressed with so far? And Well, I'll start with Lee Westwood, because I think he is often talked about as being arguably the best player ever to not have actually won a major. And the guy made a, made a solid start to, the, to his campaign. I mean, four under par. I think I've definitely been impressed by him. Also, I'd like to talk about Xander Schaufele, which, first of all, I'd like to say that guy has the best name in the tournament, but at the minute, the guy also has the second best score. And that's a guy who impressed a lot of people, I think, yesterday. As for Paul Casey, obviously, he's he's leading at the minute, and it's great to see a British player out in Augusta winning. Um, I'm sort of surprised to see him in the mix, though, because I think he's a player who... He's, he's sort of come under the radar. He's, he's gone under the radar a bit in recent years, I suppose. And I guess he's he's not won a major. He's not won a major. No, he did pretty well at the PGA tournament earlier this year. Came close to winning his first major there, but eventually came up just short. Uh, I do think the course suits the way he plays. A lot of people, as I said, have been talking about how this is going to favour the longer hitters but for me uh, having a good iron game at Augusta is massive and that's why we saw Casey Westwood players like Oosthuizen and Chauflay do so well yesterday but let's just let's just discuss winners and who we think after watching most players complete their first round we've seen every single golfer at least out on the course now after seeing just the first round has your pick for winning changed? Sort of tell us who you had at the start of the tournament and whether or not you still fancy them. So my, my pick for the tournament was John Ram, and there are a number of reasons why. And my pick hasn't changed either. He's currently three under. He's definitely still in the mix. And I, I was impressed with him yesterday. I think he's a guy who, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys who's, who's also waiting to win his first major. He's surely due one. And I guess... He's one of these players we've talked about who's brilliant with irons, and that that's surely something that will suit him. The guy is notoriously very good at good with his short game, and 
is very good at driving. I, I don't even think this guy really has many weaknesses. <laughs> we all saw that shot that he, that he played the other day as well. One of the best shots of all time when he skimmed it across the water. I mean, I, I don't know if he'd have, if he'd have the minerals to do that in, in, in the actual tournament, but that was pretty incredible anyway. You know, it's you know it's an amazing shot when all these people just become golf fans on on your Facebook feed and start start posting it. I'm still quite confident in John Ram. I think another thing I'd like to talk about briefly is the fact that there is a history of Spanish players doing well at the Masters, most notably with with Seve Balsteros, also with Alatabel, and and then most recently in 2017 with Sergio Garcia. Yeah, uh, I guess all of those players have have immaculate short games, and we, we talked about the Masters as being. Augusta being a course where the greens are particularly fast and these guys who have particularly great short games will be at an advantage. I think there's a good there's a good argument that, that John Ram becomes the fourth Spaniard to wear the green jacket. I think that's a, that's definitely a possibility. I think you make a very good point about John Ram and I think he's definitely going to be up there. He's long overdue a first major and I think he has the right game in which suits Augusta. He's very long off the tee. He's good tee to green and his putting especially looked pretty solid yesterday. The player I want to finish on though, somebody who's looking to complete the career Grand Slam He's won the USBGA, he's won the US Open, he's won the Open as well, but the Masters is still eluding him, and that is Rory McIlroy. Came so close in 2011, but famously famously bottled it in the same way we've seen from Greg Norman, the same way we saw from Spieth in 2016. A few people fancied McIlroy for this week. They thought he didn't have that much pressure coming into the competition. He came off the back of 29 birdies a couple of weeks ago, so people fancied him, but yesterday it seemed like struggled and as you spoke given how tough the greens are at Augusta you've got to putt well and he didn't seem like he did that for you do you feel like he has too much pressure on him going into the Masters obviously this is the one tournament he wants to win it's pretty much the only one he hasn't won that he needs to tick off the list do you think there's just too much pressure for him and do you think it gets in his head a bit I think that's definitely a possibility I think he's a guy who's been one of the best golfers in the world for the best part of a decade now hasn't he and I guess it was about 10 it was about 10 years ago now when he famously sort of collapsed and, and choked and really bottled it at the Masters, which weirdly we've seen from quite quite a number of golfers. I mean, Greg Norman, just to mention him one more time so he can play the Jaws music, um, I guess happened to him, happened to Jordan Speed as well. I think with Rory McIlroy, I mean, surely as a, as a golfer, he's as talented as anyone else there. He's So in, in that sense, he's got as much of a chance of anyone, but I guess he's just not... I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's been a lot of a lot of golfers who have been more heavily backed going into this tournament. It's probably more probably more so than the other majors. It's it's a matter. It comes down to people's short games. I mean, one one player um, we've not yet talked about is old Dustin Johnson. I'd call him one of the favourites. In all honesty, he's the world number one at the moment. He's finished top two in five of his last six tournaments as well. And started pretty well yesterday. He's three under through nine. Uh, so I think he'll be up there. But just going back to this Rory McIlroy question, I'll just finish by saying he's level par through nine holes. He's got a tough bunker shot on the 10th when he resumes his rounds today. Can you see him winning this tournament? Personally, I can't. Personally, well, it's not that I can't see him winning it. I can see, I think he has a chance, but personally, there are others I'd, I'd, I'd back ahead of him to be honest I think I like the look of John Ram I think it all comes down to form as well at the minute and I guess we're talking we've talked about DeChambeau we've talked about John Ram we've talked about Dustin Johnson and 
these are guys who are in better form than him at the minute. Whilst I'd love to see McElroy win and he'll be the person that I'm rooting for, I think you're right. There's definitely people who are in better form than him. Personally, my picks are Xander Schofle, not just because of his round yesterday. I said it leading into it. You can check our Twitter if you don't believe me, but he's five under uh, after his first round. And the other player who I really fancy, Hughes, level power at the minute through, I think he's through about 11 holes and still got to complete his first round is Colin Morikawa. Obviously won the PGA this year. This is his first Masters, but I just think he's a fantastic player. Uh, he's got such a good iron game, potentially the best iron game in the world at the moment. Uh, so I really wouldn't be surprised to see him contending as well. To finish today's episode, we're going to be playing a game of Who Dares Wins. If you're not familiar with this concept or the game show, which has been on BBC for a number of years now, essentially what's going to happen is... We've got a list of sporting topics that we've picked out. Uh, we've picked five for today's episode. What's going to happen is we're going to put those topics into a random generator. It's going to generate uh, two of these topics for us, maybe three. We'll see how we're getting on time-wise. What's going to happen then is me and Rory are going to bid with each other to say how many things for this respective category we can name. For example, I'm not explaining this very well, but for example, the list of topics we've got this week are Masters winners, NBA teams, RB Leipzig players, college American football teams, and Manchester City signings since Sheikh Mansour took over. So what we would do if it lands on NBA teams is I would say to Rory, I can name 10 NBA teams. Rory would go, I can name 12 NBA teams. I would go, I can name 15 NBA teams. And if Rory thought I was lying, he could either say, I don't think you can name 15 teams, in which case I would have to try and name 15 teams. And if I got it right, I would get the point. And if I couldn't get 15, then Rory would get the point and so on. Have I explained that well at all? I think so. I think I think that makes just about sense. Yeah, let's get into it. Hopefully I'm going to win this time because you cheated last time. With I your... wouldn't say I cheated last You're time. I just got the, I just got the clues a bit before you. With you, you and your you and your stingy Mo, Mo Farah clues, where it was oh I beat the cube, but that happened like eight years ago. What what was your clue that we didn't even get onto? Something about appearing in a commercial with Harry Styles. Yeah, you should have got that. You appeared in a pep. I think it was a Pepsi commercial with Drew Brees and Harry Styles. That was a good advert actually. I don't remember that at all. But I didn't even get onto it because you no. <laughs> you cheated and you asked me a question. <laughs> I, my, my, my clue was that he got he almost had to retire in, in 2005 and you said, is he still playing? Yeah, you didn't have to answer it though, did you? I didn't have to answer it, but that but still, yeah. I guess it was it was yeah. it was a beginner's nerve, so you whatever you want to call it. Okay, so as I said, I'm not sure how well I've explained these rules, but if you don't quite understand, then hopefully you'll pick it up as we go along. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna put those five topics into a random generator, see which topic it gives us for this week, and then me and Rory will Start the bidding with one another. So, Rory, what, is there a topic that you're hoping for here out of these five? Or? Leipzig players. Leipzig players. Okay. We're sticking it in a random generator now. And what it's come out with is exactly the one that you wanted. It's RB hey. Leipzig players. It's like winning a coin toss or a coin flip, whatever you want to call it. You probably okay, so Rory, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you start the bidding then. How many Leipzig players do you reckon you can name? You claim to be a fan. So yeah. surely all of them, but start, if you start. want to start start the bidding quite low for the game's sake. I'll start with 10. Okay. Okay. Not, I think you can probably name 10. Gonna, what? No, I reckon I can definitely name at least 12. 15. So okay. I've, there's a reason. There's an, I have an ace up my sleeve with this one, and you're not going to expect it. 
but I literally know their entire squad. Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. From like, from like last year. Fifteen, you say? I reckon I can name sixteen. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm tempted. Um, twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty. Nah, I'm gonna call you out on that. You're gonna call me out on it. Okay. I'm gonna call you out on that. Okay, Rory. So you've got to name twenty-two RB Leipzig players that currently play for them this season and are in their first team squad. You can't be naming any under twenty-ones or youth players or anything like that got to be in the first team squad so when you're ready 22 players we'll go through them one by one take it away i'm gonna start with the guy who they just signed was it sarnorth the guy who they signed from cardiff who what, what are you calling him sarnorth his name is that's wrong so, is that wrong as i say his name wrong do you mean sawloth sawloth that's it so, so, you got, so, you, so you got none what Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean that's none? You got, you got his name oh, wait, wrong. Get it right from the... I thought it was like trial and error. What do you mean it's trial and error? That's not the point of the game. Can we start the Leipzig bit again? I'll just start naming players instead. Like I'm going to be nice. I didn't I'm going to let like, you off on this occasion. How could it be? Of course it's not trial and error. Otherwise we wouldn't have bidded to say I, how many we could name. I didn't realise it ends if you, if you name... If you... <laughs> yeah, it ends if you get one wrong. That's the I, whole didn't point. That. Oh, I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that. Okay. Okay, so... Right, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to let you off on this occasion. But we're not editing it out because we need the people to know how stupid you were for that first one. <laughs> so, okay, so you're not having that either. That's not counting. You're not having so Fine. lots. So, Fine. And you can't say him again now. So Fine. I want 22 other players. Okay. Paulson. Yeah, so one. Luckman. He's a Leipzig player. He's loaned out at the minute, but he is a Leipzig player nonetheless. No, I said first team squad this season. Well, okay, fine. Um, I'll let you off because that's a that's a that's a technical one. I suppose they do still own him. So one, Gulashi. Yeah, two. Hooper Meccano. Yeah, three. Konate. Yeah, four. Mukiele. Yeah. Forsberg. Yeah. Klosterman. Yeah, you've got a lot of the defenders so far. I'm trying to think what that other guy is called. Um, Hasselberg. Halstenberg. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Sabitzer. Yep. Just trying to work my way through the entire squad. Josep Martinez, backup goalkeeper. Huge. Okay, you're in double figures, so 12 to go. All right, then. Ampa- uh, no, Ampadu, no, he's not one. Um, Nkunku. Yep, good one. Um, Danny Olmo. Yep. Um, Campbell. Campbell. You mean, Campbell. is that Campbell? Yeah, okay, so you're on 13. Uh, Doing quite well so far. You put I think you've done a lot of the easier ones now, though. You haven't named many of the strikers at all. Many of the strikers? <laughs> Partly because I don't know them. Um, <laughs> because, obviously, obviously Timo left and um, Patrick Schick left. Yeah. If Where did Schick go again? Is Schick gone to Roma? Leverkusen. He's at Leverkusen. Leverkusen, right? okay. He's a Leverkusen. Um, are you? You're not allowed to give hints, of course, hmm. are you? I can. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to give a hint because I want to win the point. It is annoying if I was able to think of numbers or things like that. Oh, Angelino. Yeah, good one. Fourteen. Um, That's uh, the thing, though. Twenty-two is. It doesn't sound like that much in your head, but when you actually think about it, when you break it down, it's actually really, really tough. Because mm. there's some of these forwards I've never heard of. In all honesty, I can't say. Sornath or whatever his name is. 
I, Sorloth. Okay, fine. Sorloth. I'll give it. I'll, do, I'll be nice. I'll be nice, and you can have that. So fifteen. Right. So you still need seven. I was thinking of him, which is why you said okay. Um... Okay, I, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but fullbacks. You're missing a fullback, a German fullback. A German fullback. I've said Klosterman. I've said Halston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another one. Is he a new signing? Or has he been there a, a while? I think he's been there a couple of years. I honestly can't think of any more German fullbacks we have. What okay, you... a Hungarian centre back. Oh, God. Oh, I know. I, I... He's got a funny name. No, I literally can't even think. Okay, a forward who's related to a very, very famous Dutch footballer. Oh, Clavert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 16. Then an Austrian, same nationality as Sabitzer, also a midfielder. Oh, 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 um, oh, God, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> no, what was his name? I know exactly what I can picture his face in my head. The blonde guy. I literally know who this guy is. He's like a holding midfielder. Literally... Okay, Roy, this has been a pathetic attempt, and I think your time has come to an end here. What was this? Oh, I've given no, you no, enough. I've given you enough. I've given you enough clues because even if you get this, you need another five. So you've conceded defeat on that, which means the point goes to me. I'll fill you in now with some of the players you could have had. Yeah, go on. I'm going to kick myself. So you got two of the goalkeepers, which was impressive, to be fair. They've actually got four goalkeepers in their squad. Tim Schreiber and Philip Schauner, as well, who I've never heard of. You got Holstenberg, you got Angelino, Klosterman, Canate, Mukiele, Upamecano. But you didn't get Benjamin Heinrichs. I wasn't going to get him. And you didn't get Willie Orban. Probably wasn't going to get him. You didn't get Tyler Adams. Ah, no. You didn't, you didn't get Amadou Haidara. Oh, God, yeah. You didn't get Conrad Lehmer, who was the Austrian. Lehmer, that's about. it. That was it. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And then striker-wise, this is where you probably could have had some more. Fabrice Hartmann, who I haven't heard of in fairness. Uh, there's one of their starting strikers this season, He Chan Huang. I wouldn't have got him. <laughs> no. Uh, Justin Cliver, Yusuf Paulson, who I think you did get, yeah. Alexander Sorloth, and Denis Borkowski. I wasn't going to get him. So I think you did all right in the end, in fairness, but very, very difficult to name that full squad when there's quite a few youngsters in there. You've probably got to so consider funny. that if you were doing last season, maybe you would have got it back when they had Timo, really back when they had Schick. Werner, Ampadu as well. Lookman, if he was there last year. Lookman was there last year, yeah. Um, there's a few players, but... So, oh, well. yeah, a, a valiant attempt, but the point goes to me. Are right. you up for another round? Yeah, let's go. What's, what's the generator going to cook with this time? The generator has come up with Masters winners. Oh, okay. Very, very fitting that it's come up with Masters oh, winners, God. given this week. I feel pretty confident with this one, but again, I'll let you take the lead on this. So five, five winners. Okay, I'm gonna say I can name seven winners. Eight winners. <laughs> I don't think you can name eight winners, but <laughs> you actually don't. <laughs> no, well, I'll keep, I'll keep going. Ten, twelve winners. No way, can you name twelve? <laughs> There's no way. Can. You can't even name 12 golfers. Yes, I can. I can. Wait, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. You actually want me to go and name 12? I, yeah, um, I mean, I can, I think I can name 15, but... 16. No way. Go on then. 
Six, you name 16. I've got up here a list of Masters winners dating back to when it began in 1934. Do you know who won in 1934, Ori? As it happens, no. No, well, nor do I. You, you don't know. Oh, so, okay. All right, then. <laughs> absolutely no idea. But I've got a list up here of the winners. So Go you've on. got a name 16. So when you're ready, go Tiger for Woods. It. Yep. So Phil Mickelson. Yeah. That's two. Does it two count? Easy ones. Like, does that actually count as um like say if they've won it three times, does that count as three? No, absolutely not. Okay, fine. Jordan Speed. Yeah. Patrick Reed. Yeah. That's four. Balasteros. Yeah. Let's go. I'm just gonna check this other guy's yeah, name. He's won it twice. Um, so that's that's five. Is the other Spanish winner? You're checking names. No, because I, I don't think you've I established how this game works. Olathebel. Olathebel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's Sergio six. Garcia. Yep. Yeah, seven. Are you? Do you just have them up on your screen? No. No. I literally. Because I can don't. hear typing. No, I just had to. I just had to check how Olathebel was. You just had, you just had to check well, who had won the Masters. I didn't, I didn't want to do what I did last time and then just pronounce someone's name wrong and then lose it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fine. fine. Um, so seven. Quite doing well Nick so far. Klaus. Almost halfway Nick there. Klaus. Sorry. Nicklaus. Nicholas. Nicholas. However you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Nicklaus. What? For God's sake, I don't know. Nicklaus, Nicholas. You're making him sound like some sort of foreign father Christmas. <laughs> right, he was American, wasn't he? He is one, though, isn't he? Yeah, Jack Nicholas, yeah. Jack Nicholas. Eight. Gary Player. Yeah. Greg That's Norman. very good. I, mean, I am impressed, to be fair. Nine. Greg Norman. Actually. What? What? Greg Norman has never won the Masters. Oh, no. Why? Did he bottle it? He bottled it, remember? Oh, God. Had that huge lead. I think I can't remember how many shots it was leading into the final I, I round. I thought he'd he actually it. won it. I, I know about that, but I thought he'd actually won it at some other point. He came second in 86, 87, and in 1996, but Greg Norman has never wow. won it. A shame, because you were actually doing quite well there. Yeah. Just out well, of interest, if you hadn't said Greg Norman, do you reckon you could have, and I gave you another shot, do you reckon you could have named 16? I was starting to run out. I was starting to, to run out. I was probably going to say... I'm impressed that you got some of the older ones, some of the legends McElroy from back in the day. McElroy's never won it. Also bottled it. You could have had Arnold Palmer. No, He's got a famous one. Ernie Els? No, Ernie Els has never won the Masters. He's won other majors, but yeah, never I won about, them. I was about to start seeing a lot of guys who never won it. You could have had uh, an English money's won it, Nick Faldo. I wasn't going to get him. Definitely. You it. could have had VJ Singh. I wasn't going to get VJ. Uh, some some of the more recent ones as well. You could have had Danny Willett in 2016. No, uh, obviously got it after Jordan Spieth infamously bottled it. Yeah. Bubba Watson's won it twice quite recently. Uh, Angel Cabrera, Charles Schwartzel. Fair enough. You know what? I, I want to hear you name 20. Well, I've got them all up here now, so it's oh, quite easy. Yeah, that really work, it? <laughs> but I think I could have named, I think I could have named 20. Oh, the next one. Okay, so you want to do one more? Yep. So we've got three topics left. We've got NBA teams, college American football teams, and Man City signings since Sheikh Mansour took over. Putting it into the random generator now, and it's come out with NBA teams. Okay. I don't think this is a good one for either of us, in fairness. I'm struggling to think how many NBA teams there actually are. Are there 32? 30? I want to say there's 30. Yeah, it is 30. Okay, so 30 NBA teams. I'll start the bidding this time. I think I can name 15. 17. Wait, is it the full name or just the nickname? Like, say... No, I think it's got to be full name. Got to be full name. Okay, I think I can name 18. 
think I can name 19. Okay, I think I can name 25. Go on then. Okay, 25. Yeah, go on. I don't know why I went that, that high really? up. But... Okay, so you've got the full list of NBA teams now. Yep. So I've got to get full names and 25 of them. I might not be able to keep count, so you might have to do it. Go on. Okay, I'm trying to think of a system of... Uh, You're trying to think of a single theme, aren't you? Uh, you should probably go Eastern Conference, Western Conference, but I don't think that's going to work no, for me. Just name them. Just name them. Okay, LA Lakers. I could have actually named all of them, you know. LA Lakers, yeah. LA Clippers. Yeah. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Uh, Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Miami Heat. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling already. Oh my god, you're so no, I'm not. I'm trying to think of a system of, of, of doing it, and uh, I can't think of a good system. No, you're just bottling it. I can just, oh, I'm really, I'm properly bottling it now. You're on um, five, mate. Wait, you're on at a six. No, I'm more, more than that, I think. You know what? The, the annoying thing is, I literally, I think I could have got all of them. I could have, no, I think I can get all, I think I can get all of them. Uh, Charlotte Hornets, final answer. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. You New tell, Orleans Pelicans. Tell me. You th- Charlotte Hornets is right. right. It's right. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Um, You've probably named like one of the one of the more obscure ones. What are you saying? Uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Milwaukee. Is that how you pronounce it? I, Milwaukee, I don't know how to pronounce it. Milwaukee. Yeah, they say that's hard to pronounce. You said Nick Klaus, so don't come at me. <laughs> that's how it's spelled. That's the German pronunciation. He's not German though. It was his German name. And nor are you. No, but it's a German name. It's not a German name. It's an American Nicola. name. It is. It's, Nicola. it's Nicholas. Okay, are you keeping track of how many I'm on? Yeah, you're on seven. Um, Boston Celtics. Yeah. Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Eight. That's right. No, you're definitely counting wrong. I've definitely done more than eight. <laughs> is it? Not, you, like... you, could, you, you haven't written it down at all, have you? You're on, no, hang on, hang on. You said books. You said books. Hornets. Um, no, you are on eight. Oh, no, you said really? Miami as well. You said Miami, so you're on nine. Okay, so I'm on nine. Houston Rockets. Yeah. Chicago Bulls. Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. The Knicks, New York Knicks. Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Then you've got Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. How many is that? 14 or something? 15. 15. Okay, so 10 to go. Okay, so I'm on six, I'm on 16, am I? So just said San Antonio. Then you gave me a couple of clues, so I'll give you. A clue. No, I don't need clues. I'm just like it's just oh, my right, brain's right. gone a blank. Ah, oh, so difficult. Are you gonna? Are my, you really gonna quit this early on? I'm not gonna quit. My brain's just gone so blank. Already, oh, Cle- Cleve- Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Already lining up the excuses. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Then you've got the. Have I said Port- Portland Trailblazers? You hadn't already, but you have now. Okay, so that's what, 18? 19. 19, okay, six more. Come on, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Okay, Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. Washington Wizards. Sacramento. Sacramento Kings. Final answer. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. I'm certain. certain. Well, you live to see another day, yeah, that's right. Detroit Pistons. Yep. You're done. You know what? I can sense it. You're, I, I can hear. What the am I? What am I? What am I on? I can literally hear the choking noises. Like you're literally done. Like that was it. You're screaming. What is it? Out. Twenty. I'm on twenty-one or twenty-two. <laughs> you're on twenty-three. I'm on twenty-three. Two more. I'm gonna give you Amazing. twenty seconds. Okay. Oh my! I, I got one. At, Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> okay. 
one team you've got about one team one team one team one team one team Minnesota have a team Minnesota have a team Orlando Magic have I done it that's right isn't it I know that's right you've won by the the skin of your teeth you just about done it yeah but you missed some really obvious ones I think I've I've just thought of another couple so but you missed some of the most obvious ones. You missed Minnesota Timberwolves. That's another one, isn't it? Yeah, but that's one of the, that's one of the harder names to get. I you want to you want to hear some of the names that you that you didn't you couldn't think of? Well, yeah, there's only four. Golden State Warriors. Are you joking? I said Golden State Golden Warriors. State. Yes, I did. You Are you joking? Did. No, you definitely didn't. I, I will go back on the recording. It's like the third one. It's like the third one I said. You didn't, Rory. It's like the third one I said. Are you go? Are you joking? No, you never. This is named, what I mean. I knew you weren't counting. You never named Golden State Warriors. Rory, I did name Golden State Warriors. <laughs> you literally did. You think you did? Rory, we've got we've got recorded proof that I said Golden State Warriors. Never said Golden State. No, never, never. You you definitely you definitely didn't get Golden State. Okay, I I, I can't wait to prove you wrong. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this week's Who Dares Wins. We're going to try and think of a different name for it, but we can't really. So we've decided just to steal the concept as we did with Who Am I? And hopefully we don't get sued for it. But anyway, we hope you've enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed that one. I think I won that 3-0 in the end, didn't I? But I'll win that 3-0. Was that 3-0? I think so. I can't remember you winning any. Maybe. Maybe. I'm sure we'll play that game again at some point, but let us know what you want to see next week. Do you want to see another sports connection, a who am I, or another game of who does wins? You do let us know on Twitter or on Instagram. Get in touch with us. Uh, We'd love to know your thoughts, but we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back again with another episode on Tuesday, but until then, enjoy your weekend, enjoy the Masters, and we'll catch you soon.